The following podcast contains language and themes that some people may find offensive. It also contains conversations about video games and guano, which is a fancy way of saying shit. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to That Was The Week That Was Was It, the podcast that asks its guests how their week was last week. And it is a great time had by all. I'm Alex Sivright, and joining me for this episode is not Kate O'Connor, for she is unavailable at the time of this recording, which is so like her. It's Emmy Weber. Hello, Emmy. How are you? Hello, I'm good. Good. I'm good. And I'm available because I'm a professional. That's correct. And we live in the same house. How was your week last week? Mine? Yeah. Oh, um, it was fine. I'm just looking in the background. Yes, that voice (laughs) you can hear there. Our guest this week is a voice actor who is probably best known for playing investigative journalist Mason Lane in the brilliant spoof podcast Cold Case Crime Cuts. You may have also heard him if you listen to certain books on Audible. He's on there as well. It's Lance Fuller. Hello, Lance. How are you? Hi. You're right. You know what? Yeah, I'm good. Do you know, and this isn't meant to be tooting my own horn but my favorite thing is when people play uh who know me play hitman two or three yes and then realize that they they see me or they hear me and then they can kill me yeah it happened to me i i, I you you play two characters and it was i met the first one and then the second one straight afterwards yeah and, <laughs> and it was a bit like oh god lads come on the, the 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 like this is a little inside baseball or behind the scenes but when you do a lot of the those characters they don't give you any heads up they just give no. you a script on the day oh this is what it is so there is actually literally no time to be like oh let me make this different or i wouldn't know that one character would actually you know like you saw 30 seconds later, you would run into someone with exactly the same voice who was a different character. Oh, it was a slightly different voice. It was a slightly different voice. Like, <laughs> I'll give you that's because that. I'm super pro, bro. I could tell it was you, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it, which is interesting, too, uh, in, in all seriousness, because like voices, uh, much like our walking cadence and all that stuff, are so uh, distinctive, you know? Yeah. So, like, yeah. they often tell you, like, it just be you because your own instrument is already like it's so unique and we hear like our my rhythms from where i grew up versus where i moved for you know versus my accents all that stuff and and mm. same with you you know like yeah. it's just it sounds distinctly like you so yeah and speaking of accents i've i've realized i probably pronounce your name in a very horrible way i, I would say lance which is fine because when when uh, people of the British persuasion who would say Lance say Lance, it sounds like it, it sounds like it's it's hard for them. I think because it sounds like it has to be more nasal than they're intending it to be. Yeah, yeah. But Emily would also say Fula. That's your last well, name. I, would, I think I would. I would take, <laughs> I would take Lance Fula. 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 So oh. it's all over the place. Uh, it is, but, but it's a good thing, isn't it? Well, you know, that's what makes us so unique, all the different types of ways we say things. And and I listen back to the episodes I've done, and um, there's certain times where I go, why the hell did I pronounce that word that way? 
Yeah. Um, you know, I've said hilarious. I tried to avoid it with your, your intro. I did put the hilarious spoof podcast, but every time I've put hilarious, I've always gone hilarious, and it's bugged me. You dropped the H. I don't know why. That's not why. that's not a regional thing for where you're from, right? To be a, no. an H dropper. No. It's laziness. It is laziness. It completely <laughs> is laziness. Um, but anyway, lads, we've <laughs> known each other for so many years now. Uh, we first met in 2005 uh, at that convention, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I, no, I remember. I was I was in the booth. Um, you, you know, hand, handing out cards and brochures That's right. for uh, for my my new weed killing firm, right? That's and correct. You walked yes. up and you're just like, "Hey, I've got weeds." <laughs> I did, and and you but know, I, I mean, I, a it's a good opening for me. Thank it was, you. it was, it was. But I mean, I was propositioning you, but you took it the wrong way. I did actually, you know, I was trying to push some of my wares onto you, but no, you, I you, then you sold me weed killer. Well, yeah, but like you were, you were wanting to let you're like really wanted to get down in the dirt and roll around in the the weeds, go for a tumble, as it were. And I assumed you meant tumble weed, yeah, uh, you know, because I mean, my head is just uh, always around weeds. So yeah. I yeah, uh, tell me my about head's that. always around weed. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it does happen. Um, but yeah, it, uh, it just we just sparked a friendship from there, didn't we? Really, the the whole. I liked weeds. You liked to kill them. We met in the middle. And yeah. I think we, we both learned something that day. Well, once I actually came over to your, your, your house and realized you had no yard from which to, um, you know, from which to kill uh, plant yeah. matter. And That's instead right. we were killing plant matter inside, which was nice mm-hmm. to see you there, Emmy. Emmy. So, um, you know, also killing plant matter. Yeah, it's it's the way we pass the time. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes in an away, in a way that elongates the sense of time, which I really enjoy. Yes, you know. Yes, yeah. God, we're getting deep, aren't we? Quick, um, Lance, tell <laughs> yes, me, sir. how yeah. was Monday? Uh, Monday was was fine. Um, I'm gonna go. You know, I know that you, we we could go for a sort of jokey. I'm gonna go for the for what actually happened, which good. was um, no good. We were uh, we were away in Brighton for the weekend um, ah. because my wife's uh, sister, her family, uh, husband, and two uh, young children moved down there uh, last fall in a you know in that rush when some people left London because we have to get out of London. Mm. Um, it was better for them for schools and everything, but you know, like it felt like a bunch of people were like, "I'm getting the mm-hmm. fuck out of London." Good plan. Um, and, That's um, So anyway, we went down there to uh, uh, babysit them for the weekend while the parents uh, went on a walkabout of some sort for Ooh. one of their birthdays. So Monday was coming back up and um, with the sort of intrinsic tiredness that happens after you've taken care of children 10 and under for a weekend. Mm. Uh, how was that? Um. You know, I, I find it very ambivalent. It's really fun, but um, there are times when you're like, "Oh, right, I'm I'm done for right now," and you know, they're not <laughs> they're done when they're done, and then they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, they'll do their own thing. But but when you're done and they're not done, then you know, then you're still being poked or prodded. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why I mean, you know, having children hasn't really appealed to me because you know when. When I'm done, I'm done. I don't want to be, you know, 
pushed to do anything else. That's it. Yeah, I, I would still poke and prod. Yeah, like, I mean, you're, you're bad enough. I'm enough. Yeah, she, yeah. she's definitely enough. <laughs> That's good. It's good to get to that place of confidence. I am enough. <laughs> yes. Even yeah. if it means I am enough to bother you into oblivion. Um, but Yep, yep, yep. You're sure uh, of like, yourself. Emily, please shush. I'm working. That's that's one I hear. Yes, yes. That does happen quite a lot, yeah. Yeah. I got a I got a booth and I still have to say, please shush, I'm working. Mm. I actually have an on air um light that was given to me as a, a joke that I put outside on the top of the booth. I turned it on once. And my wife still came in and knocked. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why is the light on, lads? <laughs> and I what think, are you doing? Do you know how you ride that line between I, I'm joking and I'm serious? And I was like, why the fuck do I have the light? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're just joking. I am joking. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, it's it's um it, it's annoying when you're in the zone, but life gets you know enters your booth as it were but uh, mm. yeah 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 uh, mm. i was thinking about this very recently because um you know when i'm recording stuff at home you know you kind of are, are are being everything you're listening to yourself and you're trying to edit yourself and oh that take should be better or whatever and and you can sort of get into it but you're always a little bit listening to yourself and i realized yeah. how important it was just to have someone else take the responsibility of actually listening because listening to yourself is like, you know, when you hear yourself oh. and you're always going, Oh, I sound terrible or eh, it's not good. And realizing someone else may have absolutely no problem. They may love it. Yeah. They may, whatever. And just you're, take you're your own off. worst critic, aren't you? Your own worst critic really when it comes to, I mean, I, I, yeah, much prefer being in a studio and then having someone saying that's fine. Or could we just yeah. go again? And that, that that's great. But yourself, you just constantly go, let's go again. Yeah. Let's go again. Let's go again. Yeah. Do you um, realize yeah, how much mouth noise my mouth makes when I'm not talking? Oh, God, yes. Do you do this? Oh. It's actually my favorite thing to do when uh, I'm recording friends, like if they, wanted to come over, if they wanted to come over and like record a reel or just you know, record some job. And, and I'd be like, now let's listen to what your voice, the, <laughs> the noises, the wet noises of your face orifice makes. <laughs> Now let's really slow it down. <laughs> it is. It is oh. horrifying. Even though it's there all the time. But of course, once you start hearing it, or once you yeah. know it's there, then like any podcast you listen to, the professional podcasts, right? Like you listen to them and you're like, oh my God, just take a drink of water or eat an apple. Yes. Whatever <laughs> yeah, like I, I've, I've had it where um, I've, drank like something a little bit fizzy beforehand and I get a gurgle and <laughs> I I hear it. So it's like, I'm, I'm doing the intro. It's been on, it's been, there's been two episodes that are out there. If you can find them, you, you, you see if you listen really closely, you can hear the gurgles um, where I'm just doing the intro or something. You hear, a, <laughs> I'm so aware of it. It's horrible. Do you um, know, what what I had uh, just about 20 minutes ago, I had that thing. I guess we call it a bubble in your throat. Mm -hmm. You know, when you oh, oh, and it just changes the tenor of your voice. Yeah. What yeah. I've never looked that up. What's actually happening? Is it literally a bubble? I, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's a, a phrase for it because there's like, 
Um, it's one of those things that your mouth does. It's like when you, uh, I think it's called fleeking as well, you know, where you yawn and then just <laughs> liquid just sprays out your mouth. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I only found out that it's called fleeking. I'm going to have to double check it's called fleeking now. That sounds familiar. Yeah, um, because I actually did Google it. So what the hell is that about? Um, but yeah, it, I, I'm sh- I'll, I'll I'll find out, Lance, and I'll 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 let you know. Actually, Great. Well, you could just you could just Google it yourself. But did I, you- I have that weird thing? Um, if I'm drinking through a straw, some for some reason out the side of my mouth, like a, a spray of, <laughs> of of the drink comes out. I and I don't know how or why and sometimes i just have to give in and like whoever's next to me you're getting wet uh, alex i'll take this one um uh, that's actually a vestigial poison sack <laughs> oh, you, you, you used to take down your prey with poison but you don't have to do that anymore because no. as alex said we're keeping too many people alive yeah but that's where the attack comes not for the front but from the sides oh <laughs> well, okay see this is how conversations work right um, you've made me think of the fact that one of the things we did with the kids over the weekend is we took them to uh, Drusilla's Park or something, somewhere in the, the yes. south. Yeah, you, it's familiar. Okay. Um, and they had a, I, I'm sure they didn't label it as uh, a raptor or anything like that, but they actually had an animatronic dinosaur, and it was the one that spit. Uh, ah, and, and, and it, you know, it, its head sort of bobbed from side to side, but it had water. But it was, is it so the one that killed Nedry though yes. was yes. tiny? Yes. This was like bigger than me, and I was like, oh, I don't know who to believe, Jurassic Park or Drusilla's Park. <laughs> I don't think either are accurate. No, I'm not even sure they existed. Those no, ones, I mean, I know dinosaurs did. I'm not going to go into a whole the thrill <laughs> part was made up, wasn't it? Um, Ugh. Here we go yeah. with Alex's 6,000-year-old world theory again. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is, right, if there's not a god... <laughs> Fair enough. Do, do, we'll edit that out. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I, I just remember when we were in um, Canada and we were at that dinosaur museum. Oh, yes, yes, in uh, Drumheller. Yes, yeah, go on, Emmy. Or Drumheller. Um, yeah, um it was, I think she was in front of us in the queue as well. Mm. But when, when we got inside, they had um, a little bit before you get to the main dinosaur bones about evolution. And it had examples of skulls and things, and it was showing how how humans evolved. And she got really angry and about how it was pushing evolution when God put the skulls there. Right. For, yeah. yeah, that's the reason they were there. God is like a the docent time. and, um, you know, a, a museum curator yeah. as well. As a... yeah. <laughs> God put them God. in that museum. <laughs> um, yeah, she's in a dinosaur. I was thinking, you're going to love the rest of it. You see these bones. You bring up a funny example of a thing that we, we deal with. I, I don't know if this makes me so super cynical, but I'm just like, sometimes what are we going to do when when – your conversation or your battle for you know truth is with someone who's like but god put the skulls there that's it's so definitive isn't it it's so like no that no no your theory is bullshit this is what happened in the face of this entire museum still still holding that 
Yeah, like, why are you saying at this it very museum? loudly? Yeah. Why, yeah. Do you, why, why does this interest you? It's just going to fly yeah. in the face of what you want to yeah. believe. And, and, and she worked there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get um, spit at by this Dilophosaurus? It was, it was aimed. Well, the children. It, it, yes, definitely by the children. The, so, mm. well, the the thing actually spit away from people, which is probably by design. But I, you know, I had taken it. Do you think that's a COVID thing? Probably. Probably. What was? What else? Like, I'm trying to think of. It was fairly open because it's outside, but there were like, you know, they still had the hand. Um, oh no, this was another thing. Anyway, they still had the hand uh, sanitizing stuff everywhere, which is a bit. Eh, you know, we kind of know that that's not as big of a thing anymore. But what really got me is I read this long article about, um, you know, this whole lab leak theory thing and or not lab, but lab leak in the sense of like, perhaps it was actually something they were studying and someone wasn't careful, not that it was an intentional thing. But one of the, the main aspects of this article was about how studying bats has been taken kind of like loosely for a long in a lot of places where they weren't they were like, you can't get anything from bats so that people were handling guano and stuff without gloves or whatever like for a while and now yeah. we're realizing that's the case and in this park they had a room you could go into with bats yeah and and they're just hanging there and it smelled awful it was the worst smell i've smelled in a while which i assume is just this is guano it's you know that's what it smells like. But yeah. having done that earlier in the day and then later that night reading about how, <laughs> how bats spread, you know, diseases like COVID. And I was just in a room with a bunch of bats with no glass. Yeah. They're just there. And yeah. I thought, this this feels like... This can't be good. This is like well, a this, scene out of Outbreak. But this is, right? <laughs> this this is how humanity dies. <laughs> yeah. Drusilla is the start. Why, why, why do bats get a fancy name for their shit? Why is that? Well, some other animals do too. Do they? I can only think of guano. All um, I could think of was coprophilia. Or, manure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fancy word for, for fancying poo. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a very fancy word for fancying poo. <laughs> um, but maybe, like, I'm, I'm wondering if it's like, you know, beef versus cow um, or pork versus pig or whatever. That uh, once it became a useful thing, it got renamed because guano also sounds Spanish, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, if it has a mm. use, give it a name. Yeah, I mean, like instead of like, man, we should harvest all this bat shit. Yeah, <laughs> you can, Yeah, do you want to buy some bat, bat shit? And make some bombs went, with it. They went bat shit crazy, right? Oh yeah, right. there's a lot of negative associations. Make, make kind of, yeah, they're making fun of mental illness. That, yeah, we don't want to yeah. do that. Yeah, no, guano it no, is. No, guano, guano it is. is. Let's kill, call it iguano. Um, so iguano, yeah. not iguano. <laughs> so Monday had dinosaurs. Um, was there anything else of note? Um, just the just the drive back up and um, trying to think. Yeah, not much. Not much. Uh, hung out that night. Uh, my my wife went off to hang out with a, a friend who happened to be in town. Um, so I stayed in and you know got into got back into the game Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I like that know. one. Yeah. So I didn't think I liked it for a while, and I think it's because mm. it's a bit open world, 
And, uh, and I think when I was first getting back into gaming, I was like, you need to tell me where to go or I do, I'm going to get bored. <laughs> and now I'm, now that I've played them other games for a while, I kind of get it. <laughs> Says the man who's in Hitman. <sighs> <laughs> but even Hitman is like tinier sandboxes, whereas, um, Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn is like an endlessly big world, right? Like it's you finish huge. levels in Hitman. Um, you do. You with do. objectives. And not that I was going to get into this serious discussion and debate this with you. I really wasn't going to, but here we are. Okay. We are we're there, we're there. And to be fair though, Hitman um is I mean, it is a stealth game. It yeah. marks itself that and it does it very well. Horizon, I couldn't get into it because of the stealth sections really, really annoyed me. It's and also it's, like you have to mm. like I'm learning that you have to you like there is no other option besides stealth because you just will be overwhelmed. Yes. And mm-hmm. like, yes. like once it starts, you can't, you can't get away. They're just like, yeah. there's too many and they're too fast. And which is interesting. It just means a very different type of engagement. Whereas Hitman is a bit more like, you know, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to find three different ways to kill someone and that's fun. Yeah. I know. So, I, I, I'm a big fan of those games. Not just because you're here. I just have a big... You don't represent Hitman. You're just the voices of some characters. Oh, God, no. <laughs> you're just the voices. We're, we're, in, we're, in, no. we're, in, the, we're in, the, uh, in the cross line of some shooting sections. But yeah, it's. Um, I've killed you a few times, Lance. I'm sorry. I've killed me a few times. It's like killing a clone. That's where we're going to go mm. in the future. You know, like it's... sex robots, we're going to have robots of ourselves that we can just beat up. You know, why are you so shit? Why are you so... <laughs> so and then crazy. that's why? how the robot uprising starts. They'll just use our own insecurities against us. If we're going to create them to beat them up, they're not going to be happy about that after a while. <laughs> what if we... What They'll if catch we, on. We'll program them to like it. Tell me, Lance, what's your... Um, <laughs> what's your favorite Hitman level of all time? Oh, this is a hmm. It's a good question. I know because I know what my answer is. So, uh, so yeah. I, I haven't I haven't played the um, the third one, although I've watched it. Um, yeah. The uh, so I, I I think I'm probably slightly uh, biased towards the racetrack level. It's a good one. Um, be, but that's also because of my involvement in it. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, I, I, you know, I was Florida man in that, which I loved being cause he's such a like weirdo. Yeah. And there was also a portion where I had, uh, like in the, th- this was one of those interesting things in the first game, I was actually allowed to improvise lines and they loved oh. it cause they were like, you know, here's what we need, but you know, play with it because sometimes it's better. And for the later ones, um, it just like, I think they were just had to keep more on a schedule and stuff. So I, just had to do the lines, which meant that I didn't like, I didn't get to like, I like I improvised this line, like, what are you two pearls short of a necklace? And like, you know, it's, it, it's goofy, but like it, they left it in. Cause it was like, we never would have wrote that. What does that yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and so, uh, there was stuff like that. I think it was in that level or the, yeah. So I mm. think that's probably my favorite. That's fair enough. What's yours? Um, I mean that that racetrack one is very very good, but I'm going to go for the uh, the one in I think it's Blood Money, which is set in the Opera House because I, I, oh, I right. just oh I don't know if you know that one, but if you can see it on YouTube, there's so many different ways to do it, but it's so satisfying. This, anyway, this reminds me one no, but like one of my favorite aspects of getting to do that was 
um, I've been like I've kind of befriended one of the writers, and uh-huh. uh, and, and so we've actually had we've never spoken. We've only written back and forth basically in Twitter DMs. But like you're talking about how they have to like writing a game like that because you have to write all these branching sort of stories and things yeah. that make sense when they come back around. And also because you don't play it straight, you you know, you've got, you can do one thing first and then another thing. And it's like, sometimes it changes the dialogue and, uh, and that they're doing stories that exist over, you know, uh, multiple scenarios as well that yeah. sort of can tie in together. And it, it's really interesting. He's really proud of it. And it's, it's obviously really like, it's not shit. Like, some dialogue, like one of the things I didn't like about Horizon Zero Dawn is some of the dialogue is utter crap. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> ah. And there was yes. another game I had played, I can't remember what it was, and it was like, the character was literally like, oh, I'm picking up this leaf. Mm. Shut up. I just did it. I just did that. You don't need to tell me what you just did. Yeah. What's the point of the dialogue? Um, but but like, Hitman's funny and it's, you know, and, and, and it's got like actual story. And even though the Hitman himself is not very emotive, like there's there's stuff that happens. Right. And there's like people reacting and having bad days and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I do love it. Um, so moving on Tuesday. How was that? Um, I, I, I looked at my calendar before we started and, and Tuesday is a big old blank. And so I'm trying <laughs> to, I'm trying to remember if that was maybe the day that I found out about the, the one voice thing. Um, do tell, I, I what, should we say it was, uh, we should, I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out, I want, I'm going to see when I tweeted that it might've been Wednesday in which case, oh no, it was Tuesday. Oh, there we go. Yay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but um yeah so um i uh i have been shortlisted for an award for the there's this thing called the one voice conference which is they hold in london and they have one in the us as well which is just mm-hmm. a, it's a voiceover industry um con- conference meeting award ceremony and so i was uh, shortlisted for best factual uh audiobook performance nice and what was that for there's a book called Bad News by Rob Brotherton. And I'm like, it was sort of talking about some of fake news and things, but it started with the example of um, uh, Orson Welles and War of the Worlds and mm. um, these examples of, of places where people have used that, not, you know, n- not necessarily for ill effect or terrible politics, but, you know towards using the format that we we take for we take as truth and twisting it nice nice okay well that's very exciting isn't it that's cool mm-hmm. getting shortlisted yeah. yeah um let's fingers crossed for you thank you very I much i mean when, when do you find out by the time this is probably out you might have uh maybe out, they the actual awards i mean like i wouldn't find out until the awards ceremony night which i th- think is the 21st so i mean i don't think mm. they would let me know ahead of time because um, I had, no. uh, I'd actually been shortlisted a couple of years ago for the Hitman stuff and, uh, I didn't know until the night mm. and I didn't win. So, mm. eh, you know, it's, it's very exciting. Well, I'd, uh, fingers crossed for you. Um, are you up against anyone like impressive? I mean, I'm not impressed. <laughs> wrong. I <laughs> um, sounded wrong. Are you up against anyone that, you know, might beat you? Are you up against anyone of note? Yeah. 
I'm up against a bunch of people who might beat me, I think. <laughs> it's a very physically violent world, the voiceover world. Tell me about it. I mean, I'm just on the outskirts of it. I dip my toe in every now and again. Um, and, yeah, I, it's it's incredibly... Um, violent. Yeah, incredibly it's super violent. violent. Like, that's why people stay in their booths, because when they see each other, it's it's there's, like, an instinctual, like, you know, like, bobcats going for each other's throats. You know, territorial, yeah. it's very... It's very deadly. It's it's weird. It's weird. Um, to, to answer your question, um, no, I don't know any of the other names. <laughs> and That's I think good. that this is the funny thing about the super niche world of voiceover, which is you basically don't like nobody knows anyone. No, no, no one knows. <laughs> people, the public doesn't know who someone is. And, no. and you don't know who other people are. You just, uh, are the awards real? Like, why have them? Like, like, it's a good question. It's hard to not go there and go like, this is, you know who this is important for? Everyone in this room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know who it's and not important for? everyone in this for? room doesn't know who <laughs> each other is. Right? <laughs> I, I, like, there's an agency that I've been working with, and I'd actually spoken to the, the head of this agency a couple of times on the phone, and I've worked with them several times, and I went up and said hi to her, at the awards and she was quite drunk but she was also like i'm sorry who are you <laughs> i was like <laughs> you just went i'm like <clears throat> lance <yeah>. fuller <laughs> right? just do the you voice can't properly. even do that because they're oh. just like they haven't listened to your voice they you know like they're just oh, <laughs> they just get you the jobs that's it yeah right uh i mean you're, you're the second voice actor we've had on in um i mean actually you're yeah, you're you're the you're the second in a row because um, we had Lewis McLeod on um, last episode. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, who is uh, a voice actor as well. Uh, he was in a booth, so um, it's uh, it, it is a, it's a very interesting career to have. Voice actors really? live in booths. They do. Yeah, they just live yeah. in booths. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a way to keep their you know unfettered rage contained. <laughs> You can it's just a, yell really, f- really well, loudly, and it's like <laughs> no one will hear. But, you know, and it's it's one of those super funny careers because, like any or or jobs, I wouldn't even call it a career because it's a like I feel like it's a, it's just part of something, right? Like it is not my main thing, and there are people who do it mainly, right, and like mm. only that. And I'm like, I don't know if I could like sit all day in the booth doing audition. I mean, maybe I could. I guess I've done oh, it at various periods. I but. I could. I could definitely do that. Yeah. Mm. I mean... As long as I'm not having to edit it or think about it or listen back to my voice. I am... I was. It made me think about how uh, some people suggest not using headphones when you're um, recording. Yeah. And I thought, actually, that might be a good point because, like, after a while, you are just listening to your own voice. And it is like... Yeah. It's preening. Like, it's not meant to be, but it's preening to some degree. You know, it's like... Doing everything into a mirror. Oh yeah, oh, I can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about if I get really close to the mic? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna proximity yeah. affect you, Alex. Oh. Right. Did I vibrate yeah. your eardrums? Oh yeah. Emmy, how's that feeling? Mm-hmm. You're in a different room. How's that feeling? Very close. Great. Yeah. Too too close, right? Like it's it's creepy. I get it. I'll back up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice in a in a strange way. It's like an ASMR. Which that yeah that that was yeah. a way of repurposing uh, mouth clicks into uh, 
something sexy. Hey, it worked for me. I enjoyed it. I'm going to enjoy editing this as well. Just to hey, hey, shut up. I'm going to cut your hair. Okay. Okay. Just, just lay back. I'm going to cut your hair. Okay. I'm <laughs> running my fingers through your hair right now. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's odd, like. Uh, because I, I am also someone who, like, I haven't listened to it in a while, but I remember going, oh, God, oh, oh, wow, oh, that's, that's actually making my head tingle. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Alex, Alex likes the ASMR stuff. I, I don't like it. There's, there's, there's some I really quite, quite liked. Um, there's, there's some that just overstep the boundary. I, I don't like it because of that whole, yeah, you yeah. Get yeah. some women there's, masticating um, in your ear. <laughs> and if you're gonna do that you should pay a proper professional to masticate in your ear that's just yeah. sure that's just sure um the ear eating ones are just the worst because they have like the, the microphones that look like ears and no they get their tongue right in there and it does feel like their tongue is right in your ear and you're like i can no 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 it's a trigger yeah. but it's a it's wrong well, because there's there, there's a line, right? And and there's a mm. like ASMR can be erotic, maybe sexual for in some cases, like that sort of feeling. But it also is like there's a there's a distance to it. And the moment like there was actual wetness or a tongue like <laughs> yeah. in the ear, like you've crossed the line or a burp. It's mm. odd. Violated. Yeah, Some, I, absolutely. So already I, I, violated. Mm. <laughs> No one Spe- spell the orally you meant. A U. Yes. Okay. I thought so. Good. We got there. Yeah. A <laughs> Just, just so we weren't being orally violated. <laughs> well, we're being orally violated by being orally violated. <laughs> I don't want that in my ear. I just. <laughs> I just said. I just said. God hates homophones. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's that time again for the thing I wish that I never started, if I'm honest with you. It's this feature's intro music was produced after the recording of this podcast. So let's get into it. Uh, the first thing that came to mind for me, uh, mm. knowing that we were going to have to deal with this, yes, is uh, Hawaiian hip hop. Yes, yeah, that was there, wasn't it? Yep. Mm. It just—I remembered that you had a, a brief tiki phase. You know, you had those oh, ill-conceived. Yeah. You say brief? It was about six years. You know, that looked like little. Uh, uh, what are those heads? Like Easter Island heads? Uh, yes. And and I'm glad you took those out because I mean I think we're at a point now where that's a weird cultural appropriation. But you were very good. I got Hawaiian I got hip-hop. I got I got through it. It was you yeah. know the some people just like Hawaiian shirts. I like to go the full tiki. Yeah, you know, and every person I meet gets a floral thing over their heads. Yeah, yeah. But I and, I, and, and I'm glad that they're now made of flowers instead of mm, the other things. Well, I mean, like the the skin of <laughs> the skin of my the victims, salmon yeah. skin that you wouldn't eat. I mean, my salmon, yes, <laughs> not my victims. 
But you, you, you go. I like to put the skin of my victims on my other victims. I'm a recycling. <laughs> it's like a vicious circle. But yeah, I put all that behind me now. You know. I'm uh, glad you I, moved on. Yeah, I got into podcasting instead. Um, so, but the I'm glad you liked the uh, the tiki sort of uh, vibe I had going on in that. Yeah. Um, was Was there anything else that you liked? Baby goats. The baby goats. Yeah. Yeah, you, you caught it. It was a very like Brian, uh, what's it, Brian Wilson inspired sort of pet sounds thing. I I, I saw where it was we were coming from. Oh, good. I wasn't always sure it worked, but you know that's the thing. Like Emmy liked it. I I was a bit, you know, I On thought maybe fence. it was a bit derivative. Give but, it a few you know, more listens and you'll get it. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's like goat ASMR. Ah, oh, I did so... I did go for a spatial goat sound. Uh, it's like the goat was in your ears, definitely. Space goats. Space goats. Space exactly goats. What it was. Coast to coast. Yeah. Was there was there anything you didn't like? That plopping, the plopping sound. I I, I can't tell what that was. You, can't, you yeah. couldn't. I no. felt like you 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 know you you left in some of the studio noises, which is interesting. You know, it gives a sense of place. But um, but I think the fact that you actually recorded on a farm, yes. um, you know. Maybe with maybe plops. there was something you you could have edited a little bit. Well, it adds to the atmos. I like to have that sort of you know Hawaiian farm vibe. You know the tiki yeah. uh, tractor. You know, <laughs> going back and forth. Um, um, you go on. Was like all the, all the people who were shouting "Hey" at each other. Was that on purpose? Uh, no, so no, it wasn't. Throughout, like the "Hey, hey, yeah. hey," no, that, hey, that was that, that, that. that was literally some people just trying to get my attention because okay. I was recording where I shouldn't have been. You mean in a barn? And they in the were farm. like, "Yeah, in a like, farm. Yeah, yeah, don't don't sit on the hay." Yeah, you know, literally the cows that. Hey, literally that. Yeah, it was yeah. literally that. Uh, anything else to add? I did appreciate that you had used the sort of um, stampeding noises as your initial like beat structure. Yeah, you know, like you know, I don't even know what the animals were, but you could tell it was hooves on a there sort of hard pack. Many that was hooves. could have been chickens. Yeah, yeah hooves and uh, feathered feet. Not feathered feet. What do you? What they got? Yeah, what chickens? Know, yeah. <laughs> it's just feet, um, isn't it? There's a there's a tangent. Tell me if this happened during the recording. But the, the, another thing at that animal farm we went to over the weekend is I, I was watching chickens for a little while because it was sort of fascinating. And you know how they scratch and then um, you know like pick up bugs or whatever they're going to eat. Mm. It mm. occurred to me that what I was watching is like they're scratching and then they just shove their head down there. I think because they can't see otherwise. So that's like they're scratching and going. Is there anything down there? <laughs> like the, their head goes down, they back up, their head goes down to where they scratched, then yep. they back up and they scratch again. I was like, this is the most fucking un- inefficient <laughs> form of eating. No wonder chickens <laughs> haven't taken over. Can you imagine if we did that? Just every, <laughs> every time we like sliced a bit of meat, we had to put a head to it and go, did, did, did that cut? Is that what I wanted? Is that what is I that wanted? It? Is that it? Okay. Yeah. Is that it? God. But I imagine if you, you know, had bad eyesight that's probably what you do anyway isn't it see like to me it doesn't make any sense that chickens killed the dinosaurs mm. and took over like it like how could they they are they just don't seem smart enough and i don't get enough. it and yet well they didn't god put the chickens there uh-huh. 
Oh, God intervened. He, yeah. He put the chickens like, there. Like, like capitalism, you know, yeah. God just kind of, kind of went in the invisible hand, went in and, and yeah. moved market forces to get rid of yeah. and, dinosaurs. And then, and then buried the dinosaurs and then put, made the chickens. Had your time. Chickens. And then he, chickens are the future. And then he invented man. I should get him, <laughs> I should get him on here, really, shouldn't I? Just ask him how his week was. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be a great guest to have God on? He hasn't done anything since that first week. That no, that was enough. You know, <laughs> Didn't need to do anything else. Just for the just for the sake of off the top of your head, who whose voice sounds the most like God of, of people you could I mean, I'm I because whenever whenever I, I I have a Santa voice that sounds like a cross between Brian Blessed doing you do? something else. You do? <laughs> so, I want to hear it. Yeah, he's kind of he just talks like that all the time. Hello, I'm <laughs> Father Christmas. Oh, good God, Alex, what is this claptrap? What <laughs> would you like for Christmas, little boy? And I imagine Father that's God. what Father, Father God. Father, like. Father God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Christmas episode. I'm getting God on. <laughs> right. Um, so, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for the input on that. I, I really, I really am pleased that you enjoyed that music. And uh, let's get it to number one on the hit parade, shall we? Hey, man, you got to experiment, right? I support that. Good. You got to do it for every episode. Yeah. I have a little experiment. <laughs> it's, it's good fun. Um. So, Lance. Yeah. Or Lance. Or Lance. Yes, sir. Or Lance. Say it, say it. Lance. Lance. See how weird it Lance. sounds? If it's not the way you say it, it sounds Lance. weird. Lance. I mean, I say Lance naturally because I'm slightly northern. That's uh, true. So and I say, you, I do you just don't make it as nasal as I do because, yeah. So, so, Lance. Yeah. No. Lance. Oh, you Lance. can imagine when I when Lance. I get my wife to say that to me. Oh, <laughs> Oh God, God! <laughs> Just Lancey. Um, Wednesday. How was that for you? Uh, Wednesday's fun. Um, for God, I don't know, six, eight, nine, twelve months or something. I've been doing a uh, weekly play reading that um, I was invited into. Uh, by uh, a Canadian friend um, who I think they just they needed somebody for once but once you do it once then you're part of the group and nice. and it is absolutely for fun but it is it is such an interesting it's like I immediately feel or felt um, self-conscious because I'm most of the people there are like if not British theater royalty people who have been doing it for as long as I've been alive and sometimes oh, the really? children of other famous people or some, you know, I don't know them. So it's, I can't be mm. like, Oh my God, they're so famous, but they're the kind of like, instead of your, um, your Ian McKellen's, you know, this next level down who have been doing it for ever. I know. Yeah. And, and have like, and every time we do a play, they're like, Oh yes, I did that in 69 and blah, blah, blah. You know, I've been doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And so like, and I can go and look and 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 see. Oh my God, you were the you were doing this with the RSC and yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. and so and they're fine, right? They're all normal people, but 
but sometimes we'll do stuff and it will be set in the UK. So I'll just put on my best old British accent. No, I won't do that. <laughs> and, um, and then sometimes we'll do American plays, right? And then I get to feel a bit self-righteous. Um, Perfect. But it is, it is fascinating because um, I, I, uh, I, I feel like I'm learning. I'm, I'm doing a lot of plays that are reading a lot of plays that I, I've never even heard of. We've, we've done stuff mm. from like 18th century you know, we'll, we'll do old stuff and just, it doesn't sometimes make much sense. It's not mm-hmm. that interesting because the jokes are obviously two, 300 years out of date. <laughs> um, dated. But they're into, but it's, but it's interesting. And also mm. I, I think, I feel like normally I'm obviously quite chatty, but I get in there and I just kind of, I don't know when to interject because they're often sharing stories about life on the stage or some interpretation. Yeah. Remember when they did this version of it? Oh, she was awful in it and uh and i'm like i have no idea who that is i don't know what this play is i don't know and therefore uh, also i feel like my my interjected jokes often don't land particularly like they just it's not the right audience and it isn't that oh. they're stuffy it's just no nah, that's not what they're laughing at it went over their head that's the shame and, yeah. right, how many people are we talking here in the in the group i think we've had up to probably six 17 18 at a time mm. we'll do big casts okay. and like and and now that it's sort of opened up a bit more and some people are doing some more work we've been down to maybe eight at times um and i'm just like i'm glad to have this sort of consistent thing every week even yeah. if i feel sometimes self-conscious i'm i'm glad to be there and be a part of it and i think my self-consciousness is entirely me it's not nobody's doing anything yeah no, that sounds that sounds great. I mean, I, I know what you mean about that kind of. It's it's not. It, it's it's almost a case of. I, I feel like I shouldn't be here doing this because this all maybe seems, yeah. I, I've I've had that many times. There was um. Well, so, I mean, I, I, I still get it now. I mean, you know, doing this, I feel like I don't feel, feel like I should be doing this. Yeah, <laughs> really. Um, but, you know, I can't believe what I'm doing, and it's. Sometimes you just have to just pretend, just fake it. Yeah, absolutely. Just fake it, Lance. I mean, you. I mean, it's, it's when you start, you know, getting intimidated by these people that have been doing it for years and years and years. <laughs> I don't mean to put this thought in your head, but they've been doing it for years, Lance. Yeah, I know. Years. No, years. And, and, and some of them are the children of people who had done it their entire lives. So they're just like, it's just in their blood. And I feel like... Such a new. Mm. I feel like a Yankee. I mean, you are, aren't you? That's what I. Mean. <laughs> Did you? Have but don't you, feel bad. Don't feel bad. I mean, because you, you're suited to the American plays, like you say, and I imagine some of the accents that they fire off at you are just like laughable. Oh, it's funny because just like I basically have one that I can sort like I can sort of do an RP. I can't do anything else. Don't ever ask me to try any other regional variation. <laughs> Even though, you know, I, I lived in Glasgow. Well, I mean, nobody's going to do that justice. And mm. my wife is a mix of Northern, Southern, Scottish and all that stuff. So, um, so I like, I can't hear accents anymore. Like if someone says to me, mm-hmm. oh, do like a British accent. Oh, what, what, which one? Do an English accent. Which one? Yeah. Like I cannot yeah. land on what I think it, I mean, an, an it works is. both ways. It worked yeah. both ways. I mean, when because I when we did cold cold case crime cuts, I was, I was amazed by how many accents I couldn't do. 
um, when I, I was convinced, I was like, yeah, sure, I can do American accents, absolutely. And um, no, turns out, turn, turns out I can't. <laughs> well, it's it's something that's so like you you have your entire life when you're raised in your country's various accents, and and you get them through. Knowing people, uh, watching all you know, TV, listening to music, all that media and stuff, and and yeah. and I get that people here have, have seen uh, you know a huge amount of American media, oh, listen so to much. right, but it's different than than growing up amongst it, um, and and it is the funny thing that when we do an American play, I now can recognize um, the British actors like their stock American accent, and I'm just going, yeah. I don't you know like. I don't know where that's from, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. fine. You can't it's place fun. that, but it it's, works. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same when, like, as you know, a, American who's not skilled does a a British accent. It's always like "hello, love," and it's it's exactly because you go. I don't know where that voice is supposed to be at all. I don't know where that's placed. Maybe it's Cockney. I'm not sure. It is um, a photocopy of a photocopy of Dick Van Dyke. Yes, it is. Murray Parpens. Because if you listen to anything modern, right, you would never like you. I can't even. I can go to the East End of London, and I can't hear anyone who ever sounds that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you barely hear that anyway, right? There's that sort of general London accent that's become a thing now. I mean, it's it's still that's too general a, a way to describe it. But you know, like there's a London accent, and it's it's kind of a youth accent now. Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't even know exactly how to describe it. But it's such a mix of all the the types that have come in. And yeah. when and... although when I go to America, I go very posh because my regular accent, I mumble and, and merge words together, and they seem to have trouble either hearing it or they're focusing so much on my accent they're not listening to what I'm saying. Sure. So I go super posh in order just to be just to enunciate and be clear with what I'm saying. Right. Um, and what one of my favorite moments um, was when we were going to, did we t- tell this story before? I can't remember, Alex. I don't think um, so. When we went to a bear sanctuary. I love bears. And we wow. went to a bear sanctuary and I, and we had this hire car, but it had Texas plates and we're in South Dakota and Alex and I are wearing cowboy hats, so like authentic hats. And we're listening to the, our station of choice for this entire holiday was Bluegrass Junction. Um, oh, yeah. A digital radio station just discovered Excellent that. Choice. That was it. And so we're waiting in, in the queue um, in the car to go into the, the like, it's a psychic safari. You drive, you drive through it. And when we pulled up to the booth, the ticket booth, the, the lady sees us in our hats and the Texas plates and is like, you're from Texas? And I'm like, actually, no, we're from London. And her face, <laughs> she was not yeah. expecting that. <laughs> like, no. Two tickets, she her, please. She, she put her gun <laughs> away, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, saw the shotgun go down. This, like... but I just thought you probably don't. Okay, you don't know how to use it. That's fine. No, we don't know how to use guns. <laughs> how was Thursday, Lance? <laughs> it's such a difficult word to say now. How was Thursday? <laughs> Thursday's today. Um, Thursday, mm. uh, this is weird. You asked me that and I suddenly have forgotten everything that I did today. Wait until he I asks mean, you what you did on Friday. Yeah. You have to make something up. So, uh, no, I mean like 
t- today, uh, Thursday was was a very normal day. Like yesterday, I had to do a self tape um, for for a, a TV show, and then the play reading, and then other domestic stuff. And then today was just much more domestic. You know, took care mm. of stuff at home, went for a nice run, and then uh, was in the booth a good portion of the day, just trying to like I'm I'm working Get your on rage like, out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying, I'm rage. trying to trying to find a robot I can beat up. Um, uh, try because I want to promote. You know, I want to like ride a little bit on the uh, the shortlist thing. So I'm trying to figure out how to, you know, uh, turn that into something else. Because you Mm -hmm. know what, you can you Mm -hmm. can you can get those awards, uh, or you can get the shortlist, and you can you could tell a bunch of people about it, and they could all be like, "That's great." Silence, you know, and get nothing from it. So, you know, I'm just going to try and 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 use that. So that's I think what I was doing today was actually reading. Uh, like looking for places to send stuff and trying, trying to get to, a booking at the Ivy and just the, ride what's, out. What's the Ivy? Some freebies. What what what's the Ivy? Did you just say, Lance? Yeah. Uh, am I missing it's, something? It's a, it's a it's a really posh restaurant that celebrities go to. That somebody referenced that this weekend, and I realize now that uh, I didn't know what they were talking about. They've probably yes, all been there in in your playgroup. They've all been. And they'll be yeah. like. Would you come to our restaurant and read from a factual book? <laughs> yes, I'd be glad to. <laughs> the Bible. Anyway, um I said a <laughs> factual book. <laughs> Damn it. Not one in which they have color in drawings of dinosaur heads. <laughs> <laughs> but you you say you went for a run. Yeah. Uh, how uh, how far did you run? Today was about five miles. Um, wow. uh, this is one of those things where years ago, I've had several people remind me that I had said uh, I would uh, never be a runner and I don't get how people do it. And, you know, my knees are crap. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, in that time, since 12, 13 years ago, whenever I first said that and somebody was reminding me of it, uh, I've I've run a lot. I've now I've completed mm-hmm. one marathon and and done various things. So now I just actually uh, running is a very like several times a week. Yeah. So you, so you obviously enjoy it then. Yeah. I mean, it's it's sometimes <laughs> not... be a booger, booger if he didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate it. Absolutely hate it. I know. You know what? I do. I do like it. It it doesn't. That doesn't mean that during the time I'm not going. Oh God, I'm tired. You know, like mm. uh, or just you know, hitting hitting some wall. Um, but it's a great time for podcasts and I've discovered in, re- in this is connected to something else. Someone told me about it, like a, a, a fringe show they saw that was about running that, um, one of the things she said, this was the, the this marathon runner who was doing her show was saying that you should, um, you know, eat something or have something like these glucose tablets or whatever, because about 20, 15, 20 minutes in, you may have burned off your sort of first round of that. And that uh, when you're going, oh, God, I don't want to go anymore. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm just this suck. It isn't that you're actually super tired. It's that you've burned off, like, the sugar. And that if you have more sugar, suddenly your attitude improves and you're like, oh, I'm fine. And I have, uh, whether or not this is a placebo, I have found that to be the case. Like, I have these wow. little, like, pills or chewable tablets that are just glucose. And then... You know, you're going, oh, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And you eat one, and five minutes later, you're like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, hmm. that's cool. Teach that's me about it. modern monetary theory, you wonderful podcaster, you, or whatever. 
weird <laughs> crap I'm listening to. Well, thank thank God you were listening to that one. That's all I can say. And not oh like, God, it, it makes you want to run hard. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to my podcast while you were running, you probably would have given up way before then. What with those dulcet tones? <sighs> Already violated. <laughs> Already. Already. Wait, violated. let me just pretend this is your ear. Should we pretend it's my ear? Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if your ear has the same sort of mesh pattern in it. <laughs> it does it does it does? It does. Yeah. How'd it taste? <laughs> it's a bit metallic, but that could be me. I could be having a stroke. <laughs> so normally with this podcast, this is going to be interesting. Normally, I ask you about how your week was last week. Yeah, you've gone for this week. So. Oh, tell yeah. me about tell me about Friday, Lance. <laughs> As in tomorrow. Mm. Yes. Tell me about the future. Uh, what did you do tomorrow? In the future. The same thing we do every night, Pinky. No, uh tomorrow <laughs> night I get to do something that uh haven't done for a couple of weeks, which is um go out to the back communal garden and and have a couple of beers with the lads in the building. And wow. And the fun thing about this is, um, is that, you know, we live in a very, a small block of flats, you know, there's like, there's like eight of them on our side or whatever. So not a huge place, but you can go for a long time living in a place, not know your neighbors and therefore assign, attribute all sorts of horrible stuff to them. Like, oh, they're doing this or somebody's leaving that. And then at one point, and this happened, started happening a few few years ago but like we you know we met one set of neighbors lovely people and then after a while met another set and then i think over the course of the pandemic we just like things like seeing people and or setting up whatsapp groups and everybody's human Mm. of course and um my wife and one of the neighbors had been meeting out back to have a you know have a drink and then one of the other guys was like, well, we should do that. And so we started doing that. We did that for a couple of weeks. And then a couple of the other guys just, just came down because I think they were like, are men hanging out? <laughs> yeah. I would like to hang out with men. And You see uh, them be- peeking around the door of their beers. I, like, come on, come it's, on, come It's this us. thing. And and like and they just came out at one point and then it became a regular thing that they just started coming out and and then like you know we went out to the pub when we could do that just to like and we haven't been back since but it was fun to have that experience. Mm. But um it's great. It also makes me think of this is a a another one of those tangents about um cuz what it makes me think of is whenever like my my wife has me come along to like meet up with one of her work friends we over we go for somewhere for like a dinner party or something and i've heard this on a couple of occasions where the woman will have said to my wife later oh it seems like my husband and your husband got along really well it would be oh it'd be so great if they could just hang out and i was like the men have so much trouble making friends don't they oh yeah and and yeah. so like wives everywhere are going oh god i wish he'd I wish he had friends, more friends, because <laughs> I can't emotionally support him all the time. It it reminds me of when it reminds me of when you know when we met up for a chat, Lance. Yeah, and we, we had a really tap. good, really good talk. Yeah, used yeah. to tap, and you said to me, you know, we should do this again sometime, and that was what three years ago. It may, maybe more. Yeah, maybe more. Yeah. Maybe more. But we never got round to having another drink. I mean, I, 
I find that 95% of men I know are shit about it when you're like, literally, let's hang out. Um, yeah. Or when you like later on go, hey, do you want to hang out? Yeah. And then it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't solidify. Come to anything. Right. No. And, and I think that all of that was a roundabout way of saying that I think these guys were like, there is something going on in our backyard that I can just go down <laughs> and do. Wow. And it was great. Maybe, right. Like it's. Yeah. Plus the thing that I actually really enjoy about it, and this is a very London or kind of world city thing is not a one of us is English, <laughs> which doesn't, mm. which doesn't matter except that it's fascinating. One of them is Latvian. One of them is uh, Italian. One of them is Scottish and I'm American, which means yeah. that, you know, we just, we, we all bring our different perspectives and it's all totally normal. It's fun. It sounds great. Yeah. It really does sound great. So yeah. you're jealous. Do you want to come on? You want to come over, don't you? I don't think I'd fit in. Oh. Because you're English. English. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and also I don't drink. Oh, you so. don't? Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you, no. What, what did you, what did you have when we were at the Houston tab? Did you have a soda? I didn't remember. Water. No, I can't remember what I had actually. Um, I make because me, me not drinking. Uh, so I sound like a caveman. Caveman. Me there. not drinking. Uh, me, me not. <laughs> me not drinking. Mouth drink. not work. <laughs> <laughs> me not like fluids. Um, no, it's um, more. Uh, I think it's it's it's, a, it's, it's kind of a, a, an organically recent thing in the last few years that I've stopped sure. drinking full stop. Um, but I do occasionally have the odd drinks when the mood takes me or sure. I'll do something. But I, I I generally prefer a soft drink or just, you know, something that's going to quench my th- thirst more yeah. than a, a beer because I don't really like the taste of alcohol that much. So that's probably the reason why I don't do it. So I may have had an, a, a lager or something sure. equivalent when I met with you. Shandy I can't top. remember. I'd never have a shandy top. That's just a pointless exercise. What's <laughs> the point of that. Is it a lager top and then yes yeah, a lager top and then a shandy okay yeah what's the point what is the point w- of watering, watering down, my down beer the, uh... or whatever mm. <laughs> yeah um it, it, but it's it is a funny thing too because it's it, it's obviously alcohol is so ingrained especially in our cultures um and yet it is perhaps the worst choice of the thing that we could have made legal for people mm. to have yeah. around each other. Oh, completely, you know? completely. Um, and in in the sense of like, I I probably enjoy it. I mean, I do enjoy it. I, I'm like, I'm a big fan of beer as a, like, it's a tasty thing. It's something I really enjoy. But mm. it's uh, after effects and sometimes it's effects on the night are worse than many other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you got to be very careful with the beer. Well, in my experience, of the beer you choose as well. If you if you choose a, a, a nice one that you know is good, it's going to generally be okay. But if you there's a there's like a period around Christmas time when you get the little German beers, the little stubby bottles. I think um, those I fun, think those are digestives, actually. Yeah, fun size Stellas, I call them. They right. are just. I I remember having one. And I had a headache pretty much instantly as soon as I started drinking it, and I was thinking, "Well, this can't this can't pan out well." Um, no. So I, I I think is is that risk involved as well? I don't like, and I think that's probably the reason why I, I stopped, not you know, 
yeah, stop stop drinking as much alcohol yeah. as I did. That's probably the reason. Yeah, and you know what? And in a way, I sort of feel for people who like because it's a very like it's a good choice, <laughs> you know, like yeah. to be like I'm just not going to. But there is a ridiculous amount of pressure for oh, it to yeah. be a thing to do. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and I and yeah. I have that sort of shame of you know being 21 and or or being around someone when they were turning 21 and just being like yeah you gotta blah blah you know or and they're like I don't really and I remember a yeah. friend being like I don't really want to I don't want to get like sick tonight and and just going where the hell is that coming from that you yeah know, I, basically I did so you must. There is a there is a slight stigma as well. I do I do feel it now. Um, well, not so much in the last year because I haven't really been to a pub. But um, when you go to a pub with people where the drink culture with them is like, oh, get a beer in, get a beer in, yeah. and you go, oh, just a coke for me, and it becomes very sort of another round, and you go, yeah, another round, you get coke, yeah, and you go, yeah, and they they don't say to the others, you know, beer again, yeah, beer or yeah. something else. And there was a straw Coke, and you're like, "Yeah, Coke, just, just give me, a, give me a fucking Coke, please." please. Do you want I me to smoke to some sh- crack or what? I just don't <laughs> want a beer. Like, I mean, you guys are getting drunk, but I'm getting, you know, high as fuck on the sugar. So, yeah. Just... <laughs> this is it's, basically um, like angel dust at this point. I'm gonna rip the oh, arms completely. off a cop and. Uh... <laughs> yeah, completely, completely. But uh, you know, it's it. I, I'm. I don't. I don't. I'm not. Like a, a judgy person, I don't, you know, if someone wants to have a night out with lager, that's absolutely fine. I don't, I don't mind. I'm not gonna be like, is this, yeah, is this a message for me? Are you, <laughs> Emmy? <laughs> Emmy, you haven't got drunk in years. Yeah, but when you did, my God, it was a nightmare. It was incredible. Like two o'clock in the morning, and you burst in the room doing show tunes or whatever. Yep, with McDonald's there or something. I'll have a, I'll, I'll bring a treat. Oh, this is an image, bursting into the room yeah. with the McDonald's and singing show tunes. Singing, yes, yeah, and ninja moves. Oh yeah, I turn into a ninja. Yeah, you're the whole package. Yeah, quite. <laughs> <laughs> She was hasn't done it any, and then any, and then the two day hangovers and yeah I don't drink yeah. so much <laughs> when they came when they came along it is it's the hangovers it's it's like mm, why, I hate why, it. It, it, it yeah it's basically saying why the fuck did you do that I liked it for four I, hours I, I, they they seem to get worse as you get older as well I've they noticed do. Um, and yeah another reason to stop I mean I when I had the uh, the vaccine the first dose. Um, I got quite ill with it, and the way yeah. I would describe it is is that hangover. It was it was it was mm. weird. I was like, I haven't felt like this in quite some time. It's an yeah. unearned hangover feeling. Like if yeah. if I was out drinking, then fine, I deserve that. But when I haven't been drinking and I've got the feeling of hangover, that's not on. Yeah, fuck no. you, COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I want to ask you a, a a slightly divergent question on uh, musicals because uh, I used to do them, um, but. I was yeah, never like, yeah, okay, so great. Uh, I and I was never like the. I was probably one of the mid middle singers, mid tier singers in a in casts that were usually people who are like, you know, musical theater study people. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, whatever. Like never a, a huge. But like they were fun for a while. But I sort of moved out of it. Very recently, uh, I had seen. Do you know the term chugi? Have you seen this as an internet thing? Mm-mm. No, it's it's one of these, uh, and I think it's C H E U G Y. 
Right. Um, and it's one of the terms like, I don't know, on fleek or one of those things that went through, went around and everyone's like, what the hell does that mean? You just have to know. Yeah. Chugi is basically like, it's almost like Ugg boots. It's super basic. Uh, the perfect example is people who would put like um, live, laugh, love on their wall. Okay. Right. That's Chugi. Right. Uh, and it's okay. like, it's sort of like, you can't really hate it because it's people, you know, people intending well, but it's also like, ugh, <laughs> you know? Mm, mm. And very recently I'd seen an article that said that Lin-Manuel Miranda has now become Chugi. Oh. <laughs> and I thought, that's so odd because a few years ago he would have been considered very edgy. Yeah. But I think now, now that he's showing up in like uh, Mary Poppins and stuff. Can't win. He, <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that funny? I was like, like I don't I don't care, but it's funny to see that how brutal yeah. like culture can be. It turned on him when he got popular. Right. It's not that's I not was... even like that's not even like cancel cancelled, is it? That's just like a, a term that's come out of nowhere. Um Yeah. And if, now, somebody, if someone called you know me Chugi, I, I wouldn't know whether to say thanks oh. or, or what. Yeah, I'd just do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What was that? It was from Star Trek. So, what are the plans for the weekend, Lance? Uh, Lance. The plans for the weekend were... see Hamilton. Yeah, I'm (laughs) going to watch that again. No, we'll watch In the Heights, you know. Yes, that's still still edgy, I think, and culturally relevant. Um possibly still going to see if we can make this happen go for a long bike ride with a friend um who's in uh, who's a, a biking fanatic or whatever and and I like to bike a lot too um uh so that may happen uh, but he's in Bristol and I'm here so we're still trying to figure out uh, where we can meet well, up. just cycle and meet halfway yeah right i mean that wouldn't take super long no be fine be fine it wouldn't take like uh weeks uh, and then i can on sunday i can experience the massive disappointment that is uh american independence day <laughs> in oh. the uk <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> it is right. every yes, year right. i've had like, americans ask me what we do for independence day like we don't have one we lost we watch independence day yeah which is actually a perfectly valid way because Bill, uh, oh, what's his name? Not Paxton, Pullman. Yeah, Pullman. Pullman the other one is delightful. He is, <laughs> and he and is. that, and then there's the Jeff Goldblums and all that stuff. You know, like there's a lot of good stuff. <sighs> and Randy Quaid. And Randy Quaid, national treasure, <laughs> and Will Smith, just Will Smith in it. You know, yeah. um, but it's the thing that has always gotten me about that is that um, you re- you realize that holidays are they're so culturally contextual and so when nobody is doing any build-up to perhaps your biggest national holiday (laughs) with like you know bunting which we don't have we don't call it bunting i don't know what we call it but like streamers and stuff with shit everywhere with american flags and stuff when none of that is around and then you're like in fact when you asked me what i was doing this weekend and i looked at the calendar i was like oh yeah fourth of july (laughs) (laughs) not doing fireworks (laughs) <laughs> no, not doing no, anything. No, um, no. 
you know, let, let alone the fact that you, you know, it's, it's always got that sort of like problematic aspects of your history of, mm-hmm. you know, American history and that you start to look at that more when you live outside of it yeah. because you're not so wrapped up in it to be like, Oh, I can't look at that. You yeah. Know, that's it, the stuff we see from the outside. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that, Wow, I can't. I don't even know what I, there was. Something else I was going to do on Sunday. Oh, I might get an Ocado delivery. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Happy Independence Day, right? Ocado. I mean, I I will I I will understand if you're a little turned on right now. I am immensely turned on. You you gotta say Ocado, but close to the mic. Ocado. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna fake my enjoyment but i didn't have to <laughs> he's gonna have no that i, under- I understand if if your trousers are feeling a bit tight what? at the moment it's because why have you order ocado <laughs> get this man the ocado advertising gig if there is one do they advertise do on know, tv i don't even think they do do they they don't need to no they don't no it's word of middle class mouth yes and they all say it like that they'll go ocado they all do it like that <laughs> The, and Ocado is uh, like it's that funny example of like of, of of how super super middle class a thing can be, which is I like shopping at Waitrose. Do you know why? Because I go in there and it just feels nice, mm-hmm. you know. And like mm-hmm. the people working there are just like, you know, they're just they're helpful and they'll at least try and do something. And whereas you know you you'll you'll go into Tesco and someone can't get doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um. Or is looking at you like you've stolen something or something. It's that weird thing. And I know it's so middle class, but it was like shopping at Whole Foods in the U.S. Why yeah. do I shop here? Because I feel like I've gone into a gated community <laughs> and I belong here. <laughs> I feel like I belong here. I haven't been to a Whole Foods yet. Oh, my God. If you didn't know I was white. <laughs> yeah, when when we go to America, it's just Target and uh, Walmart, isn't it? Really? Walmart. Yeah. I mean... Walmart, I think, has a lot of cultural, like, it's very loaded. I mean, especially for us because of it being, like, uh, the people who own it are mega billionaires and their mm-hmm. workers, you know, probably don't get it. it you know, it's it's a mixed thing. But Target, I think most people love Target. Okay. Like it strikes the balance. It's not super posh, but they have nice stuff and it's a nice experience. Is yeah. it like, is Target like Sainsbury's? Probably, yeah. It, I think it. I think of it as like just below John Lewis. Okay. Oh. You know, like John Lewis is is a nice place, but that it's it's a bit posher. Target's a little bit more. Do you say plebeian or plebeian? We. I would say neither. Okay. <laughs> Plebeian. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Plebeian. I don't even know Ple- what I would say. That's not a word either. Labia. No, labian. (laughs) Target is very labian. It's very, Uh. it's very, it's like a labia target. Oh. (laughs) Set a slight calamity. Careful there. (laughs) God, we got avocado and labial target going on, and you're just (laughs) labial targeting. (laughs) Alex is losing his mind. Say avocado again. Um, It's. I don't want to follow this labial targeting thing. I don't know what we're talking about. Is it like a wax treatment? There's a place I've heard about recently 
I don't know if it's only in certain parts of America. Wegmans? Oh, it is. That's that's a regional one. Uh, I want to say it's like a grocery store. Yeah, apparently that's quite mm. posh. For Maybe Americans. I'm sure I've been in one, but I don't remember where they are. You went in one, it's... and they went. Excuse me, sir. Please leave. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is not for you. <laughs> Wait. Allow me to speak. Once you hear my accent, <laughs> I shall be allowed inside. Where Where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> Texas, a small portion of Texas. Portion. <laughs> you get that from a chip shop. Have a yes, small portion a of tiny Texas, portion please. of Texas. Texas, please. <laughs> yes, I would like the red sauce, of course. <laughs> well, Lance, I do hope you have a fantastic Independence Day, regardless of what you're doing, whether or not you're cycling halfway to Bristol or just. <laughs> I if I, you're right. If I left Saturday morning, I could make it by yes by Independence Day. You could. And yeah, what better way to represent Independence Day than cycling halfway to Bristol? I can't think of anything. <laughs> That's, in fact, what they were trying to do, and people tried to stop them, so they said, fuck off, we'll just leave, <laughs> and we'll go on the other side of the ocean. Yeah. Just want to go to fucking Bristol. <laughs> Is there, they must have named the place Bristol over there. There must be an American Bristol. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some some Bristols. They'll go to that uh, one then. There was a, oh, yeah. So um, I'm from, like, I, I know we were just about to sign off, but I'll tell you no, one keep more going. story, which is, uh, um, we. I'm from Wisconsin originally, which most people know very, very little about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, one of the things I like to do do now is that uh, since I left there when I was 18 and I've been I've lived outside of there longer than I have lived there is I like to try and find the um the fun, like fun or kooky or weird Americana stuff that I can go and check out in my home state and uh, I randomly found an article <laughs> about three places in Wisconsin that claim to be the UFO capital of Wisconsin <laughs> oh which is quite quite niche <laughs> you know it's like, <laughs> are, they, are they are they competing against each other i, I mean i for everybody who doesn't know nobody cares except yeah. for them i think so maybe yeah. they're competing with themselves which is maybe how it should be right we should yes try and try and better ourselves <laughs> but the one place that i might be able to go because it's actually sort of on the way to my my home uh is in a place called dundee oh yeah. Yeah. And then I looked at it and I was like, I remember Dundee as a name growing up and having no association. And now I look at it and go, why is there a fucking Dundee in Wisconsin? That is, that is pretty random, isn't it? That is pretty None of, random. Nobody that I like, I, I would be surprised if I met someone there and they were like, oh yeah, no, I know it's a Scottish. Uh, yeah, no one would know. No, everyone I don't would think, think so. People might think it's Australian. It because, has that feel. Because of Crocodile Dundee. Maybe people have that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. association. In fact, is there a Dundee, Australia? Probably. There might be because of that Pro- weird Crocodile history as Dundee. well. Jeez. Is there a cake? Like, the, do there... these other Dundees have their own cakes? There was a Dundee cake, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Is... Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think I've ever... I, I tell you what there is in Australia, I found out last week. There's a Sivrite, a Sivrite Street. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Mm. And it's spelt the oh. way I spell it. So there's several different ways of spelling Sivrite, and it is actually the S-I-E-V-E-W-R-I-G-H-T street. Do, do you know the uh, history of Sivrite in any 
Um, apparently, it's it originates from Brittany, um, and they were gonna go to Ireland, but they didn't let us in. So we we went to Scotland, and that's where it originates. Apparently, very popular in All Scotland right. and very popular in Canada because a lot of Scots ended up there. Yes, that's right. That's right. I so you do well. you do see the odd Sivrite pop up every now and again. I think there's a an actress called Dawn Sivrite who's doing very well in the West End or did before COVID. Uh, and there's me, and I think that's about it. Well, you know, two ain't bad. It's not bad, is it? Oh, and someone who worked on the Cliff Richard film, The Young Ones. Hey. Okay, great. He did costumes or something, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, that's the history of um, Sivrite. Thank you for listening to the History of the Sivrite <laughs> podcast. <laughs> there will be no episode two. Um, so that about rounds it off. But there may be Dundee cake. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Lance, is there anything yes, you would sir. like like to plug anything or um what I got coming up? So I, I, I the only thing I could think of was that I am hoping in the next couple of months to actually release a podcast that uh I made myself. Oh. Um that um for a while has been sitting in limbo while I've been trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, I won't explain that story. But um, it's called Dwayne Ditterman Reads, mm. and it may have more of a title. Uh, and it is based on the fact that uh, as an audiobook narrator, I have occasionally narrated under a pseudonym because once I read the books, I found out that they were a bit erotic and a bit oh. shit. Oh. So and you once found I that did that. After you read the book. <laughs> So, right. Well, you know, like sometimes, you you know, someone's like, do you want to do, do you want to want this job? And you're like, yeah, okay. And then, you know, uh, then you read the book. Like mm. you could read the book beforehand, but that would, you know, take a while. And sometimes you're like, fine, I'll do it. Um, but also that when I um, would record under this pseudonym, I, I'd look up these books and, you know, many times they're self-published and they are wildly popular. Mm. I mean, like they're terrible. Sometimes they're badly edited. You know, um, and like they, they, they have spelling issues or they could use more punctuation or like things like that. And then they always have sex scenes um, and you're just like, there's absolutely no reason for this. But I also was trying not to judge it uh, harshly because I'm like, look, like you'd find 5,000 five star reviews and people just could not wait for the next book and i was like are you <laughs> fucking kidding me these are shit but they love people love them right mm-hmm. yeah and so i decided i wanted to, to like that's not the name i use when i use a pseudonym so i wanted to create another character who is absolutely in love with these books thinks they are the greatest and has started his own podcast to bring these books to the world as oh, if they're nice. amazing Nice. Um, and I've nice. I've gotten I've done a few episodes with uh, uh, improvisers, um, where I have them write three paragraphs from their book, and then we basically I read it I, I read it out loud as you know as this guy, uh, because I'm a narrator who can do these things, and then we have a, a an improvised discussion about their book where I ask them very probing questions and <laughs> stuff that they don't know, and we see how oh, it goes. Man. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds a lot of fun. I'm just imagining you reading a, a sex scene. That's all. It's just then the Ocado came, right? Right. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that he sounds revealed, fun. So he um, revealed his Akado <laughs> and, and targeted her labial. <laughs> there was labial targeting going on <laughs> with an avocado, I think. Not very good with the vegetables, to be honest. Many oral violations. Many. Thank you. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, and when 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 do you think that's going to be released? Well, uh, now I've kind of dug into uh, figuring out my release process, and I know you can just kind of put them out there, but I kind of wanted to like read through, figure it out, and see what I could do about actually promoting it. So I'm hoping in the next month or two. Wonderful. Uh, well, we'll keep an eye yeah. out for that. That sounds like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Thank you. Um, well, thank you so much for coming uh, and doing this with us, Lance. It's been uh, a lot of fun. Nice to catch up with you again. Yeah, nice uh, to catch up with you, and thank you for having me. Yeah, a pleasure. Anytime, you're welcome to come back and uh, tell us how another week went. That's not a problem. I, I do offer I, do, I offer that to most people that come on, and um, yeah, they haven't agreed yet. But never mind. <laughs> like I'm, I'm willing to come back and just talk a lot of shit again. Like it's what yeah. I do. Also, I've learned about Dundee cake, and I'm looking at it, and it looks great. I've the learned that there's um, there's a Bristol in Wisconsin. Oh right, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can See? cycle there. I <laughs> start now. You'll get there by <laughs> the my, my yeah. goals are getting grander. Um, <laughs> See, that's what I love though. Like there are, now, um, UK place names have such a different meaning to me, and I see them, and I go, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. It actually it actually speaks to the lack of creativity of much of civilization. <laughs> what should just, we call it? I don't know. Where'd we move from? <laughs> Bristol. New Bristol? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there's also a new London in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, New London is close to where I'm from, so uh, hmm. but also I'm not far from a place called Green Bay, which, you know, um is pretty it's descriptive. Yeah. Right. Say what you see. Say what you see. Well, thank you again, Uh, Lance. Uh, I'm going to round this up. (laughs) Thank you again, Lance. Uh, And Emmy, anything to add? Um, No. Awesome. My thanks to Emmy Weber. My thanks to Lance Fuller. I've been Alex Sivright. And that was, that was the week that was, was it? Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Introducing the new range of autonomous robots that you can annoy, berate, beat the shit out of, and ultimately throw out of a moving car. 100% guaranteed not to moan or to fight back. From Ars to Ease Industries.